Hello and welcome to another episode of Nerd Nation Entertainment Broadcast. I'm your host for today, Hank Zappa. Proud to be here. Hey, and today, I want to thank you for listening. And today, like any other day, we have a guest. So let's give him a call. Hello. Hey, Tabitha, it's Hank Zappa. How's it going? Um, it's going good. How's it going with you? Fantastic. You're, uh, you're live on the new Nerd Nation Entertainment broadcast. Pleasure to have you on. Well, it's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, so a little back backlink on how we met. Um, I was actually just randomly low on gas, and so I pulled over to this random spot in the middle of nowhere, and uh, you were my gas station clerk. And um, yep. it was it struck me because I handed you a hundred dollar bill, and you said you had never seen a hundred dollar bill before, and. That literally blew my mind. So, um, can you tell us about that? How how is it that you've only seen a hundred dollar bill so many times? Well, cause I I came from like a not so rich family. My dad was in the military, so we didn't really get a lot, and we had like a lot of kids. So, and I never really cared about money like that because I was trying to focus on other things. And the only time I had really ever seen a $100 bill was when my, I went and visited my brother in Georgia and my dad had handed it to me. And I was so excited. I even took a picture and sent it to like my best friend back in Michigan. And it was probably the best day. I was like, we're rich. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. That's wild. Because like, um, where I'm from, you know, especially in the city, um, people, even if they don't have money, they they tend to pretend that they have money. And, you know, so people are always trying to say that they have hundreds and this and that. But you, I just, I love your honesty. I love your honesty, how you're honest about it and just keeping it real. Um, that's why yeah. I got you on the show, you know. Um, well, thank you. <laughs> Now, now, are you, uh, would you say you're from, uh, the country? Um, I would say not really. I was born on a military base. Oh, so wow. So, I wouldn't say that's the country. Yeah. Yeah. Born in Georgia, so. So, pretty. so were your parents, um, were they pretty, pretty hardcore? Because they're military? Mm-hmm. So my dad, for me, wasn't really, but my brothers have told me stories about when they were younger, before the uh, youngest kids were born, that my dad would uh, beat them around when they weren't listening, you know, a little harsher than he, I ever knew. And so I suppose he was hardcore at first. Sure. Given from, like, everything he was going through. But my mom, not so much. I see. She's probably the sweetest thing you'll ever hear to see. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, moms are usually, you know, they say that they're the closest thing to an angel we have on this earth. So. And I agree 100% with it. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what, what was your upbringing like? Did you, you said you didn't come from um, that, that rich of a cloth, so... Were, were times pretty hard no. for you all? Yeah. So, uh, like, 
when we lived in Fort in a different place, we had to live in a house that was basically two houses with a wall broken down and it was old. Some of the doors wouldn't work and it was in the nastier parts of the neighborhood. And we've had a couple houses like that just because my dad wasn't like in the top officer level. He was just lower leveled. So I, I wouldn't say my upbringing was terrible because I had my family and friends and everything. But I wouldn't say it was, you know, pristine. Right. Yeah, some, um, you know, you would think that uh, with your parents in the military that everything would kind of be peaches and cream as far as, mm-hmm. as far as like, where you're living and how you're, you're being brought up. Um, so that's actually kind of shocking to hear. Now, were the yeah. was it that the neighborhoods were rough, or? Uh, so I think it was both. They had like all bases have it like this. It's almost like high school where they have the officers, the people who make more money. Their houses are so much nicer. They have like no problems. They'll have maintenance got done and getting in their house. But like houses like mine, where we like my dad wasn't an officer. He was lower class. He was just a mechanic. We had problems all the time, always calling this uh, spouse or baby, which is, was the place on base. And they would never send anybody or they'd take months sending somebody. So they really didn't care about anyone who didn't make enough money. Oh, wow. What, um, what was everyday life like for you? Did you wait till like 5 o'clock for your dad to get home and then that's kind of how it was or was your mom doing most of the work what was going on so my dad has been deployed 12 times i think if not it was nine and he wasn't there for the birth of me so that has always been like a little setback but my dad's day starts at 6 30 in the morning he would go and leave to go to his pt which is physical training and then he'd come back around 8, which at one point we would already be gone for school. And then he would leave again and come back at 5, which we were already home and everything, but we would be out playing. And my dad would sit at the uh, couch and watch TV and eat, but he really wouldn't spend too much time with us. I can't say I have too many memories of my dad actually being there. Wow, that's deep. You know, I can relate to that. My my pops was kind of the same way. You know, he was off doing his own thing, and then he would come every once in a blue moon. But um, yeah. as I got older, I kind of, like, understood why everything was the way it was. You know, and, mm-hmm. and for the longest time, I thought I had it all figured out. But it took even more so, you know, to figure out that, we never know what one is going through you know we mm-hmm. we only know from our perception so we can't really say like or fault them a lot of times because yeah and that goes with like the same thing of me being feeling bad for having the issues and like complaining about it to somebody I don't like talking about my issues because then it's like well these people are probably going through worse or times you know your problems don't matter to them why talk to them they don't care 
Yeah, it's not it's not that I don't think people don't care. It's just that um, a lot of people understand how the world revolves around energy, you know, and okay. we're energetic beings, and sometimes that energy is very contagious. And if it's a negative energy, a lot of people will deflect that. You know, a lot of people will want to deflect that negative energy all the time, um, especially if it doesn't fit into their their um, repertoire. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm not saying that you have negative energy because actually you have very bright energy to me. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, like I thought you were very bubbly, but... At the same time, I knew you had a story. I knew there was something deeper to you um, that you had maybe gone through or are, you know, just battling or whatnot. So, but yeah. you, you wear it well, though. You don't, you don't like, you can't see that at face value, you know? No, because I try and smile through everything because I like to think of it as, like, the energy you have reflects, like you just said, so the the happier you may be, the more happier somebody else could be because just you being happy True. right in their day. True, exactly. Like, I, I know times I've been absolutely miserable and then the right person has came into my path and it's kind of mm-hmm. like I've felt that energy and it's inspired me to have that energy, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. What um, what are your plans uh, as far as now? How how was the pa- pandemic for you, by the way, uh, through all this? Oh, it's been kind of stressful, I suppose. It hasn't really affected me personally, other than like you know, jobs are harder to get. Um, but like my family members have, my grandma is going through a sick phase, so she doesn't leave the house, and my mom's in and out of the hospital. And my brother has just lost his job because they wanted him to get a coronavirus test, and it came back negative, and then he had missed too many days to try to get the test, so they fired him. Oh, wow. That's awful. Yeah. That's it, awful. So I'm it's just really that. hard on everybody around me. Yeah. What um, what what kind of job do you want? What were you looking to do? Um, I I have always wanted to be a teacher since I was in like fifth grade. My fifth grade teacher left an impression that I will forever be thankful for because now I have one. I want to be a teacher, and I'm really interested in mathematics. So I want to go to school to major in education and minor in mathematical science. Nice. That's awesome. So. Yep. Yeah, you seem well educated. Would you say you're an A student? I would say I'm an A B student. I have never gotten an F in any class I've ever taken, and I've never gotten any anything lower than a C. That's fantastic. And if a C was the president, then it was like an easy class that I was just lazy in. So do you do you read a lot? I I would love to read more. I used to read a whole bunch. I used to read um, Judy Moody, all of like um, the Great Giant Peach. You know, the witches, the little dolls, that's who made them. 
And uh, recently I've connected with a new author named Mitch Album, and he's yeah. written some very good books. Yeah, uh, Tuesdays with Maury. That's one of my favorite yes, books. I love that one. Yeah. I love that one. <laughs> and the five people we meet in heaven, that is that is that one is also it made me cry. Yeah, that is a tearjerker. <laughs> I, I think there's also a movie um with that one. Yes, I've watched uh, some of there's actually I think there's a movie for almost all the books. Yeah. Um and I've watched Tuesdays with Maury and the five people you meet. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, what's uh, what? I've never watched it. You know, since since you mentioned that, what is your spiritual background like? Um, did you grow up in the church, or what are your what are your beliefs? I believe that there is a God, like completely. I'm a Christian. I believe that God is watching over us, and we all need to be saved. So baptism, I've been baptized. I actually have a picture of me and my brother right next to each other, which is so cute. Um, and I believe that there's really no wrong into how you go about going in the world and through it, because we all meet the same maker. But I believe that if, if you follow the right path and you believe in God, God's going to believe in you enough. And, you know, you're always going to, he's always going to be watching you. Amen. Amen. He's, he's the cause of anything. Like, he doesn't make us do things. He doesn't make things happen. I think he's just there to help us through the things when they happen. That he's there to help us make ourselves stronger. True. True. I like that. You know, a lot of people um, during this time, they, especially when it first went down and everybody was locked down, um, a lot of people experience a lot of loneliness, you know, mm-hmm. and then they had they had to be with themselves. And it was to some people, it was just the worst, you know, especially if you're if you're an extrovert. Um, what what was it like for you? Did you did you kind of feel that when this first started going down? Um, I kind of went with it like everything you know i was precautious i did all the necessary things needed in order to help me and my everyone around me um but i have been like come up to quite a few times walking down the street not wearing a mask and somebody will say you know you're all gonna you're gonna kill us my brother's very head heavy on that sir in general he's a very he's one of those people that if it's not the same you know mindset as him it's wrong. He doesn't see that there are three sides to every story. There's your side, their side, and the truth. So he's very hardcore with, you know, hating on anyone who doesn't wear a mask, even if it doesn't affect him in any way. I get he believes in, like, he he knows that you know, this is important, but he can't control everybody, and he's trying. He just it makes him mad when he can't. Yeah, they say that... Um from the ages of 18 to 25 like those are going to be the ages that do not want to wear a mask for the most part so yeah and it seems to be that's that's the case yeah but so for him to be admin on on wanting to wear a mask i think that's pretty cool um where where do you see the future of teaching do you think you will if you do become a teacher, do you think you'll teach like the classical teacher? 
Yeah, I want to be an elementary teacher. Mm-hmm. I really like kids. Kids are my favorite part of the day. I grew up with too many siblings to not like kids. So, and I'm gonna. I really want to be like the traditional chalkboard textbook going over with songs and dancing kind of teacher like just having a goofy time but also learning yeah that's awesome i i i feel like though that with this thing that's going on that we're gonna lose the sense of touch you know because a lot of us aren't gonna trust even if you have the the vaccine or whatnot I feel like a lot of us won't trust um, other people with interaction. And it, yeah, I I think that you're right because people tend to be I wouldn't say over dramatic because that's not the case, but a little in it, I guess, with things like that. Oh, for sure, for sure. I would say they go hard. It go hard. What uh, what else are you into? Um, I'm really into art. I love to paint and to draw and to color. I have so many coloring books. I'm like a kid. That's awesome. Like a lot of people, um, they always have a dream of like growing up and then heading somewhere or moving somewhere do you have any ideas like that i kind of i want to stay here just because my mom's here and my mom's like the light in my life i have no idea where i'd be if it wasn't for her i don't really want to find out but she'll always be there for me and i want to be always be here for her so i feel like i would stay here that's awesome and keep going from here yeah a lot of people uh believe it or not they do stay with their families for a long time Mm -hmm. but um what do you do you stay on a ranch no i stay in town oh okay with my mom well actually no i moved out (laughs) i got my own apartment oh that's awesome yeah that's awesome so you're currently studying to be a teacher um, no, I'm helping my mom out. She's, like I said, she's in and out of the hospital. So I have three younger siblings that still go to school. And, you know, my grandma lives with us now. So I have been helping out here. And I've just been like, I got a job so I could help with money too. And so I'm thinking next, I'm shooting for next fall, this fall semester, to get into college. Yeah, that's awesome. I know you can do it. Best of luck to you. I think this will um, not blow over, but I think it'll get better. You know, we'll adjust to... I think it will, too, especially with the hard work and my family around me. I'm very, very blessed with the people that I have in my life. For sure. That's awesome. Well, thank you, Tabitha. I appreciate you being on. And um, I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, for sure. I I wish you many blessings, and thank you for sharing your story. And um, no I'm I'm wishing you the best of luck. You know, positive vibes. I I know it's rough out there, but um, I think as long as we believe, it'll it'll just keep getting better. So thank yeah. you. And stay warm. It's supposed to snow tomorrow. 
Oh gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, we're hopefully right. we're ready for it. All right, have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. Take care. Bye.